0: You're listening to Mind to
1: Muscle. My name's Chantel,
0: and I'm Meg.
1: Whether you're tuning in from your bed, a walk on the treadmill, or your commute to work, we are so happy you're here.
0: If you're back listening to us from our previous episode, or if it's your first time tuning into Mind to Muscle, thank you, thank you,
1: thank you. Thank you. We are back for season two, episode two. The double double two. The double two. (laughs) I'm so excited for this one. Me too. I think that this, uh, we're going to get our sound figured out this time around. I feel like we should touch on that quickly because that was a downfall of ours last week for sure.
0: Yeah, and we have not experienced that before. So it was a bit of like a, it was a test Mm -hmm. because it's funny how our first episode was all about like everything happens for a reason. And I'm like... What What is is the reason? reason? Yeah, I look so upset. I was really beating myself up about it Monday morning when we released the episode. You were, yeah. I was, yeah. Like, I mean, I think the reason for that is because we have taken such pride in our audio this entire time. Like, Mm -hmm. even our first episode ever, not knowing what we're doing, our audio was was pretty crisp. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, we didn't know
1: what we were doing, but we invested in good equipment for good audio. So, to put out, like... The audio that was in the last episode, which, by the way, it was so weird because it it sounded amazing on the computer. Like this wasn't it wasn't oversight on our part because we didn't catch it before it was live, right? But um it sounded so good on our computer, and it wasn't until we like downloaded the file to transfer over and to fully
0: s- upload it. Yeah, like and it fully wasn't upload until it that it got
1: really. Mm-hmm. And again, that is something we could have caught, but it wasn't something obvious that we were missing. No. So that's why it was such a bummer because like we have everything we need and we were using everything we have to be able to create like good sounding quality content. And it just sounded like you were really bummed out of it. I You're like, really... it sounds like shit. Oh. <laughs> that is so not Chantal. You, you know what? It's funny, like
0: thinking back onto what I was saying and how I was acting because it's it's real life, right? Like I can come on this podcast so easily and say like, change your perspective and yada 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 (laughs) but like i really needed to take a minute and do that that morning because i I was having a rough morning Mm -hmm. i didn't want to listen to it i listened to a few seconds and then what happened was i i was like this sounds really off Mm -hmm. and then what i did was i went back to our very last episode of season one and i i moved it halfway through to listen and i was like. It's really bad. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if I don't listen to it, maybe it's just not even there. Like I'm just
1: pretending (laughs) it's not even
0: happening. But I forced myself to listen to it. And I was like, no, this episode is so good. Like what we're saying is so great. It's just so unfortunate that our audio isn't there. But to be fair, the amount of amazing and incredible feedback we received from it, Mm
1: -hmm. like it didn't even matter. And that's what I was saying when like I was really bummed out about it too. It sucks because you I don't know I only want to put out something that I'm really proud of Mm -hmm. and it's like hard to I was proud of it and I was proud of everything we said but like sharing it to our story and like that was our comeback like it wasn't a comeback because we didn't like really leave that much but the start of season two and it was just like I felt like I couldn't be as excited to be like guess what we're back because I was like sharing crappy audio but anyways what I feel like helped us was again because everything's mindset and it's a shift and a good way to look at bumps in the road like that is we like to look at them as tests from the universe Mm -hmm. so like um the universe is throwing something our way that is really inconvenient or really stressful to see if like this is truly the life that we want to live like are you really willing to overcome everything that I'll throw your way in order to to live this life or Whatever it may be. I don't even know what I'm saying this life. But we do want to do this podcast hopefully forever. Yes. And like, yeah. Um, so we were just, we flipped our mindset. and We were like, okay, this is a test from the universe to decide if we are really relying on our sound and our production or if we believe in our voice. Like, exactly. if we took down and deleted that podcast, we clearly don't believe that deep in what we're saying to people mm-hmm. that we think that they would give up on us because the sound wasn't crystal clear.
0: Exactly. We were more concerned in that moment about the audio than our our message then like
1: the whole reason we started like we'd let go of our why which is why it's so important to have a why because when Mm -hmm. you're going through things like that it grounds you like Mm -hmm. it would have been so easy to like delete the podcast delete every post that we made and be like okay maybe let's just start again next week or start again tomorrow or whatever it is but you remember your why and you're like I'm no I'm not doing this to create the best sounding audio in the world I'm doing this to try and help women like understand how fucking good it feels to move your body so like, I'll get over it. This audio is going to suck. But next time it's going to be great.
0: And guess what? Like, it really made us sit down and figure things out mm-hmm. alone. Like, yeah. just Meg and I. So, yeah. and that's what this podcast is. It's just you and I. So, yeah. we need to do it on our own anyway. Yeah. So, it's just, it's funny because we were very, very close to taking it down, taking our Instagram post down and just like releasing it the next day. But we're like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we not got the such incredible it. feedback mm-hmm. from so many people. Yeah i'm really i'm proud of us for like taking a minute allowing and that's another thing like everyone needs to be aware of too like we had our tantrums we had a minute we're like fuck Mm -hmm. this sucks Mm -hmm. but like that's normal you're Mm -hmm. going to still have those feelings and those thoughts and and those rants and whatever you want to call them that's okay Mm -hmm. but you need to remember to feel them and let them go like i did say that last episode too like you really have to
1: yeah have to do that yeah remember your why (laughs) It's so important to, I feel like we haven't talked about that in forever, but yeah, I forget how like important that is to keep you grounded on something. Remember why?
0: Why did you start? What are you doing this for? Exactly. Yeah.
1: And if we had just given up and deleted it, it's like. While well, we're not doing it for the right reason. aligning we're our honest. behavior with our why exactly. Okay, <laughs> We've <laughs> anyway. talked about our crap sound, yeah, hopefully. it's not gonna be crappy this time.
0: Hopefully, you guys are hearing us cl- crystal clear this time.
1: We're crystal clear, but they, um, they are. I just last
0: know it. episode, we were chatting about like our goals and trying to keep ourselves um, held accountable through this podcast, which is super fun. So, Meg, why don't you just kind of briefly catch us up on your last few weeks and
1: yeah.
0: have you been? Holding yourself accountable.
1: Accountable to my goals. Okay, so a um, brief, I'll, I'll give the brief rundown of the goals that I talked about last time. I will talk about the one month and the six month because... Those are the ones I can work towards right now, the short-term, or the ones that I am working towards right now, the short-term goals to get to my five-year goal. But last time I was talking about how my six-month goal was to be a certified personal trainer and my um, one-month goal was to get comfortable using a tripod. So I'm very happy to say that I have come back (laughs) with progress on my goals. I actually use this podcast as a motivator to make progress on my goals. I sent Chantal a voice note a couple days ago because... The last podcast, we were talking about how I was going to, like a crazy person, but to make anything happen, you have to be crazy. Um, go, I was going to go to the gym at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. to get comfortable filming with a tripod, and um, because I'm not a person that likes attention on me usually. So like that's just a really freaky idea for me. And you also see all of these like videos on the internet of um, like just gym bros like getting mad at people for having trouble. and go stuff. go I know. So like <laughs> that's definitely an underlying fear for me too is that I'm just going to like piss somebody off by having a camera out. <sighs> but again, whatever. If I remember my why, I'm mm-hmm. doing it because I'm trying to reach women and help them see how amazing it is to move your body. So it doesn't matter what anybody else in the exactly. gym thinks. Exactly. Um, So I went to the gym 2 a.m. that one day and I was just so, I was so proud of myself because that was the first time I've ever whipped a tripod tripod out in the gym. (laughs) Um, I was the only one there at 2 (laughs) a.m. So I was by myself, but people did start coming in as I was there working out and I just still felt so confident and comfortable with the tripod because I was like, well, I had this it it cut a bit of the like the setup in front of people, which I feel like is probably like the most attention tracking part is pulling a tripod out of your bag, extending mm-hmm. it, putting your phone on it. So like obviously nobody was there when I was setting it up. But when people did start arriving, I was like, well, this is already set up in here when they get here. So like I feel fine continuing to use it. Yay. Um, and then this past weekend, I was just thinking about how I hadn't used my tripod again since that that weekend two weeks ago. And still because of like the fear of judgment or whatever it was, I would think about pulling it out sometime. It always is in my gym bag. It's never – like it's it's always there. The opportunity is always available. Um, but yeah, I would still like, oh, it's not the time. Like I don't know. Maybe this person will feel like I'm in their way. I'm not sure. But I was going to the gym – the other morning. And I was like, there's no fucking way I can show up to this podcast where I'm trying to tell people that they have to do things to work towards goals and like take action on their life and do the things you don't want to do and have only used the tripod the one night we recorded two weeks ago. Like I can't, that's, I can't do that. That is like not at all practicing what I preach. So I was I think it was a Saturday morning Which is a busy morning at a gym. It's definitely busier than when I go at five in the morning. So it's definitely (laughs) like I was going from one end to the other. And uh, I was like, I have to pull out my tripod. And I did. And it was so busy there. And I set it up in front of people. I recorded in front of people. I put it away in front of people. And it nobody gave a damn. Nobody looked at me. Nobody cared. <laughs> it was just the best ever. And I was like, that that really gave me like the sense of peace that this is so easy. Like, this is not... the The difficulty that I'm attaching to this is... I'm making it up. Yeah. Fully, I'm making it up. I'm so proud of you.
0: I'm so proud of you.
1: So I've only used it twice, but I have gotten leaps and bounds more comfortable with using it since I was on the podcast And you used it not at two in the morning again. Not at two
0: in the morning. Like it's not like you, which would be okay if you did that. It would be totally fine if you were like, I need to keep going at two in the morning to get comfortable with it. But you forced yourself to really get out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and do it on a busy Saturday morning. And Mm -hmm. that I'm so proud of you for. Like I'm just, you're amazing. Thank
1: you. (laughs) I feel like it's like important like again this is the goal of mine because it's working towards something that I really want which is reaching a like community of people online so I have to create the content that people want to see but I didn't want to do that like when I whipped out my tripod in the middle of the gym I was still really nervous I still felt really uncomfortable but like these are the you have to put yourself in a position of being uncomfortable to get the things that you want. Like exactly. life starts on the other side of your comfort zone.
0: Well, that's, a, that's exactly it. And you have to do the things you don't want to yeah. do. You
1: it's like, you're to. never, you're never going to come to a point where you feel ready. No, you just have to like, yeah, I, I didn't want to do it. You just have to do things that make you uncomfortable. And if you do them enough, you like second feel measure, Yeah, But, um, so that was my one goal. And then very brief working towards personal training in six months that just I mean I've worked on my course but I've also um I ended my personal training relationship with Tori which sounds way more sad and serious than it is like I became good friends with her I feel like over the time that we've been Mm -hmm. personal training together so I don't feel like that's the end of me having a relationship with Tori but I do think that that was like a good step to take towards becoming a personal trainer not that every good trainer has a trainer. There's nothing wrong with having a trainer and training people at the same time, but this will force me to train myself. Like this is such a good starting point. You know what I mean? Like I've never had to think about my own training structure because I've always had Tori Mm -hmm. to do all of the manual labor for me there not literally, I'm doing the manual labor, but like (laughs) she's doing all of the like, putting my programs together. And like, I would just tell her my goals and she would figure out everything that I needed to do to reach my goals. And it's like, well, if I'm going to be doing this for other people one day I should at least know how to do this for myself exactly so. it's like
0: a practice run with yeah. yourself first before you know before I'm certified yeah which is amazing
1: so yeah that's what I've done over the past couple of weeks to work towards my goals Chantelle.
0: well and just to touch on this a little bit more too Meg like to remind everyone that if they even just seem little they're so big you know the goals like, yeah, yeah you have yeah. to remind yourself to like hold yourself accountable to the little ones too because they're just as important mm-hmm. as the big ones
1: because they all add up to the big one exactly like there's got to be if you set one big goal for yourself and that's the only thing you're working towards you're setting yourself up for disappointment because you
0: can't get to a top of a mountain in one step like- No. Wow,
1: that was nice. That was. Did you make that up? I don't know. It just rolled off my tongue. It's, <laughs> you made it's it sound so, so natural. It's so true, though. Like you
0: can't, right? No, like, exactly. If you're going to get to the top of the mountain, you're going to get. You're going to go through ups and downs. A windstorm might come through. Like it might rain. It mm-hmm. may be really hot, and you might have to sit down and take a break. It's literally that is life. Like, but that if you're is,
1: celebrating every kilometer up that mountain. That's 10 whole celebrations. That's right. Instead of just one big one that's going to take you hours and hours to get to. But like literally celebrate everything. Mm -hmm. Notice the good.
0: That's exactly it. Because if you don't though, it's going to seem like a lifetime
1: to get there. Mm -hmm. That's not fun. Mm -hmm. And then
0: you're not going to get there because you're going to give up way before you get there.
1: Yeah, exactly. You need to find a way to. I mean, we we always shit on motivation as we should because you do have to rely on discipline and consistency. But... Honestly, to get the ball rolling, you need a reason. But anyways, Chantel, do you want to tell us about... You had plenty of goals yourself, too, so maybe you can tell us about what the last couple weeks has looked like for you and where you're at.
0: Yeah, it's so funny, like... We were chatting earlier about what our last few weeks look like. I'm like, what did I even do? I know I've been really busy with work. Um, I did make a promise to myself that I would have my new client inquiry form up and running by the next time we recorded. And I do. I finished that all up over the weekend. I'm really proud of it. I'm really happy with the way it looks. It's very um, straightforward. And I'm excited for that. I think that will really help me accept new clients into my bookings. And, yeah, I had a one-on-one coaching call with Cassandra, who is part of the Business Savage, who I did the
1: course with. And she really, like... Can you talk? I haven't hmm. been able to ask you about how the call went. So, like, tell me about it. It was really
0: good. Yeah? It was really, really good. I think I got, like, five pages worth of notes. Um, I picked a date that I'm going to do my first class and Mm -hmm. we worked towards it. We like brainstormed a bunch of ideas. I joined her retreat that she's hosting in Toronto. It's like outside of Toronto at a spa, which Mm -hmm. is super, super exciting. And it's all about like breath work and meditation and yoga and like healthy foods. And I'm really excited to be a part of that. But yeah, my biggest thing was to just have my new client inquiry form up. And it's so funny because it was similar to you, Meg. I was like working on other parts of what I need to do for my business and I was like no 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 I need to get this client form up and running like I need I, I said that out loud I need to get that done yeah. and um, yeah so it's done and I'm super happy about it um that was your one month goal so big
1: done applaud yeah. You did it in two weeks. Look at you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's good though. It's so nice checking your boxes off, you know, like I find when I'm feeling really overwhelmed, I'm the type of person anyways, when I get ideas, I get many at one time and I kind of fe- go into like a lull with them because I'm like, well, I don't know which one to start with. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one's more important. I don't know which one will make me more successful, just say. So I get really overwhelmed and I don't do any of them. Yeah. Um, so I'm really learning to like make a checklist of like, the things that I need to get done and which ones, okay, which ones are more important, which ones are really easy to check off. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, well, the client inquiry form is actually so easy to do. You just need to set aside time. Okay, Mm -hmm. perfect. Let's get that done.
1: You know what I mean? It's also like a, a fear of the unknown with that thing though, Mm -hmm. right? Like you've never made a form. You, if you're anything like me, I make tasks like new things to me. I build them up to you way bigger of a job exactly. in my head than they actually yes, are. Yes. Like I would be like, okay, well I need three hours to sit down and make this form. Whereas realistically you probably put it together in.
0: Well, and it's funny because we well, want to know what happened with that too. I'm not great with technology. So it that, that scares me a little bit. Google's just become my best friend, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I can't figure something out, I just Google it. And like, mm-hmm. there has to be a way. Mm-hmm. If there's a will, there's a way like I can figure it out. Yep. You just, I have to put time aside to figure that out. Yeah. So
1: yeah, here we are, baby. Big moves in the last two weeks.
0: Yeah, just trying our best,
1: you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Something Chantal and I have been talking about a lot the past couple of weeks and something we want to talk about a lot on today's episode, kind of focus our conversation around uh, feeling stuck.
0: Yeah, and how to feel unstuck. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting with the word or the phrase feeling stuck because Meg and I were chatting about it um, shortly after our last episode released. And you know what we realized is that so many people have a different thought or like, vision on what stuck means to them. Mm -hmm. Like their perspective on being stuck could mean something totally different than what you or I Mm -hmm. feel like
1: being stuck is, Meg. Like you and I even have a little bit of a different perspective on it. Mm. I feel like it's hard. I mean, I definitely sometimes do feel stuck, but I think we've worked on our mindset enough that like, you can kind of diminish that. You can kind of like get rid of the feeling of Feelings, if you train your mind mm-hmm. to be able to shift your perspective that's what it is um i feel like i i feel stuck a lot less now but stuck is something that everyone in their life has experienced yeah and we, we were would talking- be lying
0: if we sat here and said we don't feel stuck sometimes yeah. right well
1: even like like i'm saying still like I, the mm-hmm. thoughts will cross my brain of feeling stuck And I just know the things that I need to tell myself to get myself out of that. Exactly. And it feels like lying sometimes because you don't believe what you're saying. Your your subconscious, which we will talk so much more about Mm -hmm. today. We've learned so much more about our subconscious brain since we were here last. But uh, your subconscious is believing that you're stuck. So you telling yourself like, I'm not stuck. I'm not stuck. You just have to lie to yourself for a bit. You do. You do have to lie to yourself. No, you truly do. you're feeding that into your subconscious, right? And eventually your subconscious brain will believe believe it. it. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But, um... Yeah, you can feel stuck in so many ways, like whether you feel, we were talking about examples of it before, stuck because you're 35 and you don't own a Mm -hmm. house yet. Or do you feel stuck because you feel like you need to lose weight and you're not losing anything or like there's so many different things that you can feel stuck on, so many different things that make people feel stuck. One thing we do both agree on is that if you're feeling stuck, you're probably not living in the present moment.
0: You're not living in the present moment Mm -hmm. at all. Um, because what I truly believe, which a lot of you listening may not be on my side with this, but please, please, please like try your best to internalize it. Try your best to see where I'm coming from with this. But when you're stuck, you're actually living in an illusion. It's an illusion that you're creating. Mm -hmm. Because for example, if you feel stuck because you are, I don't even know, like you are 35 like meg said and you don't own a home and all your friends do or you're not you haven't found your quote-unquote soulmate yet and you're in your 30s or in your late 20s and you feel like you should have already and you're you're feeling late to the game or you feel except the list goes on those are little illusions that you're creating in your head it's comparison it's a comparison game Mm -hmm. right like who who are you comparing yourself to Mm -hmm. and why everybody is on a different journey than you and if you're sitting there saying like i'm stuck because i should be at x and right now i'm not even close to that you're creating such a cloud in your brain Mm -hmm. that's making you not be able to get there yeah
1: well you had said we were talking about the song don't worry be happy Mm with you listen to with your boys every day which is so cute
0: yeah it's funny but in the summertime uh, my brother justin lincoln my older son goes through like he he just struggles sometimes like don't we all um but he said to me you should get link to listen to the song don't worry be happy and i was like oh that's a really great idea and um ever since i did that we listened to it every day and it's really good because in it it says um in every life we have some troubles but when you worry you make it double mm-hmm. and it's so true Mm -hmm. right like if you sit there and you're going through a crappy time but you're worrying about the the next thing that's going to happen and you're worrying and you're worrying you're worrying you're you're making your issue double the problem exactly so
1: and this reminds me of a quote that i read a couple days ago i don't remember the the quote word for word but it's from david suzuki and he was saying how um the past and the future don't, don't exist. The only thing that exists is now. So the moment we're living in and our memory of the past, however we're interpreting the past and whatever's happened behind us, but we are the only species that has come up with the idea of inventing the future and like thinking about how we want our life to be or thinking about how we think our life is going to end up because there's a difference between thinking about how you want it to be and thinking about how, what it is that you think you're worthy of or the only thing you think you, you're going to be able to be capable of or whatever it is. but um, And we can use that to help determine what we do today to get there. And that really led... So that was a crazy thought for me to even just like internalize to begin with is how in... I mean, we all know this. Like, yeah, we invented the future. We create this in our head. Like we think of what we want our future to be like or what, what we think it's going to be like or whatever it is. But how like absolutely insane is that to just think about? It's crazy. Like we are the only species that has the the capability to think about the future.
0: Yeah, and that's that's and insane. Stuff. Yeah, and that's where we really need to sit down and be like, holy shit! The amount of people that take this world for granted
1: is crazy. Yeah, like that's a miracle. It but is a miracle. It's magic, baby. <laughs> on top of that, once I was like, whoa, that's insane. Like, yeah, we invented the future. We created the idea of the future. And then I started realizing how many people are creating a future that they don't even want. When Mm -hmm. the future doesn't, this is like, these are the types of podcasts you're going to be, you're going to have to like be willing to hear us out. Because this is where we get, yeah, (laughs) this is where we get beyond like regular day-to-day talk of saying Mm -hmm. like people are creating, so the future doesn't exist. We're making it up in our mind. It Mm -hmm. hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. Nothing we are thinking about is guaranteed to happen. And I know this sounds a little bit crazy, but it's like, then why are we creating futures that stress ourselves out? Why are we, if we have a job interview in two weeks' time and you are preparing yourself for the worst case scenario, getting so sick over it, thinking about all of the worst things that could happen and how you'll handle this worst case scenario, why are you creating? A stressful future for yourself the future doesn't exist why wouldn't you just prefer to believe that it's gonna go amazing and feel so good for these next two weeks and then ha- if it does go bad because sometimes that happens absolutely yeah um it means that job's not for you if the interview goes bad and you don't get it but why would you want to feel so nervous and so stressed leading up to this future that hasn't happened yet doesn't exist yet when you could choose to believe it's going to be good
0: exactly. and feel great
1: for those two weeks
0: and and another example of a of the difference between What you just explained is when you're choosing to be stressed out about the future and you're choosing to sit there and have these thoughts come in your brain like oh what if this happens or what if they feel this way about me or what if i don't get the job or what if this happens while i'm trying to get the job etc etc you are actually choosing in that moment to live at a low vibration Mm -hmm. when you're living at a low vibration that's when low negative things come your way that's when the universe goes oh okay they're choosing to live down here so that's where you will hit the bumps in the road. That's Mm -hmm. when the rainstorm will come in and push you back 10 steps. If you choose to say, okay, you know what? I'm just going to go into this open-minded. Everything's going to work out for me. Even if it doesn't end up the way I really, really hoped, we're going to try again. Right. Mm -hmm. It's okay. We're going to try again. You are then choosing to live at a high vibration. So when you choose to live at a high vibration, you will notice all the good in the world. You will notice all the good things around you. You will have just a different presence to you and a different perspective, Mm -hmm. which we talk about a lot and a different light. Like you will attract all the great things because you're beaming and you're radiating the high vibration. Mm -hmm. People feel it everything feels it because everything is energy and everything will attract to you at a high vibration same with low mm-hmm. it's positive negative right yeah like um i was really trying to teach lincoln this week he's been having a rough week and he this is like a little personal but I'll, it's a really good example he um was having a really bad morning and he was crying to me and saying mommy i'm having such a bad day and i already have a bad life and it was so sad to me and but, but hold on, like, hear me out for a second. So sad. But I looked at him and I was like, okay, link, let's think of it this way. Like when, what's the opposite of sad. And he was like happy. And I said, no matter what, anytime we feel sad, we will feel happy again. Mm-hmm. It's just that the other side of the spectrum, right? Like everything has an opposite. And when you realize that I promise you, you'll see things in a different light. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, what happens? What's the opposite of rain? He said, sun. I'm not telling him that he knows that as a mm-hmm. nine-year-old that the opposite of rain is sun. Perfect. Yeah. When it's rainy day and it's really crappy outside, the sun is going to come back. Mm -hmm. So when you're having a really bad day, just know like you're going to feel better again. It's always there. Like the opposite is always there for you. It's the same with positive thoughts and negative thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. If you're thinking really positive or negative things, I should say, there is a, there is a positive way to think about it. You're just choosing to stay in the negative. Yeah and, and because, once you realize that like your life will will change
1: 100 percent, 100 percent. and because you're in that negative you're functioning at that low vibration which is the same as negativity mm-hmm. and this is another thing um the vibration thing is something you really need to be able to mm-hmm. hear us out on even though it sounds out there it's truly true everything functions at a vibration high vibration is is good positive energy that attracts other high vibration things so good opportunities and and just positive good things like that low vibration is like negativity through life with those with those negative emotions either Mm -hmm. anger sadness or whatever it is and you're only attracting like or not like-minded but like a like vibration it's true like if
0: you're at a low vibration i bet you you need to reevaluate who you're even hanging out around Mm -hmm. mind you even people like Meg and I, I feel like we are ninety percent of our time we are spent at a high vibration. Mm-hmm. We really are. And Which I'm very proud of so it. Me yeah, too. Yeah. I'm very, very thankful that um we live that way. But there are days where we go to a low vibration. But the difference is between that and someone who lives at a low vibration all the time is we are aware of it. We have mm-hmm. the self awareness. So yeah. When I I am feeling like I'm at a low vibration, I really dive deep and I like journal and I sit there and I'll be by myself and I figure out what it is that's making me feel, quote unquote, stuck.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Similar to the situation you were just talking about with Link. Did you see, we're going to talk about Derek Grant. Of course. Again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did you see the video of Derek Grant? He had posted, he was playing basketball with his son. Yeah. And that is so similar to the situation with Lincoln. But he was just explaining to him. I don't know. I wish I could have seen what happened to make his son angry. But anyways, they were playing basketball together. And I'm sure his son probably just wasn't doing well, if I had to guess. That's what made him angry. And it was a video of the two of them. He'd set it up like from the sidelines and he was talking to his son And he was like, what are you feeling right now? Like, are you angry? And his son's nodding. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm angry. And he's like, that is a low vibration. By functioning at that vibration, you are giving up your power to like continue to be angry. You're giving up your power. You're losing power by functioning at this low vibration. And it's so true because when you feel those emotions, whether it's sadness or anger, whatever it is, you're not, you're, you're functioning out of such negativity that. You don't, you will not come back stronger. You're not gonna, if it's a game of basketball, you're doing bad and you're just continuing to be pissed off. Yep. You're gonna keep doing bad. Like Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's how things work. You're not functioning at a high vibration of positivity where you can, because you're so angry, you're just gonna continue to fumble or slip up or or whatever mm -hmm. it is because you're just pissed. You're throwing the ball as hard as you can to get wherever it is that you want it to go, where it's like, no you know that there's technique to this so you have to take it slow and if you had the patience patience is a huge high vibe emotion mm-hmm. I, it's patience and emotion I don't know it's a high vibe thing to practice same with gratitude things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. so if you switch in that anger for patience no I'm going to take it slow and I'm really going to aim this one at the net you're way more likely to get it in than exactly yeah I'm getting it's, off on such a tangent No, no, no. it's one, good but.
0: though because it's so true and I had to tell Lincoln that too like we had to sit down and be like okay what do we do every day that makes us happy? Like right now we're really sad and that's okay. We're going to feel really sad right now. We we ended up being late for school that day because being late for school, <laughs> getting to school in time was not a priority that day. And I got him to write in his journal and I told him, I'm like, you can write swear words in there. Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Write your feelings. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're mad, if you're angry, mm-hmm. if you're sad, like write what you're feeling. And he did. He took 10 minutes and sat there and wrote things out as he's crying his little eyes out. And he felt such a release after. He felt yeah. so good. Yeah. And as we were driving to school, he's like, you know what, mommy? I feel like I'm really happy when I'm distracted, when I'm doing things. Ooh. And I was like, there you go, yeah. Link. And I said to him, I know you just had a really crappy morning, but can we just take a minute and, and like be proud of yourself for just finding that solution? Mm-hmm. Like you just brought yourself to awareness of like you feel really happy when you're busy. So when you're doing things, when you're playing with your friends, when you're running around to the playground, when you're doing something with your brother, like not just sitting there and that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like anyone. Yeah. If you sit there and you...
1: Dwell on it. Yeah.
0: You're going to feel like
1: shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so
0: yeah, I was really proud of him. I feel like this is a really good time to talk about this because we're going into like gloomy season mm-hmm. and like I definitely struggle in the winter way more than any other time of year because and I think a lot of people do mm-hmm. there's no sunshine you get a lack of vitamin D it's just it's hard right yeah. a lot of rainy days um, we can maybe talk about what we do for ourselves even yeah for sure yeah
1: if do you want to if you had so many good points when we were chatting about this do you want to give us some of them
0: <laughs> yeah what I do anyways is again I just really dive into where I'm at right now so there's always a reason you're feeling this way. there could be many reasons, but there's always a very big core reason and sometimes we don't want to address it because mm-hmm. it's hard and it'll bring up a lot of emotions, it can bring up anger, it can bring up sadness you're allowed to cry don't forget that um,
1: So for example, just so like people can um, think about it tangibly, like what's an example of if you're feeling stuck here? Mm-hmm. Maybe you can reflect and realize that like this well, is what the root of the issue is.
0: What I do, this is just what I do in general for feeling like like if I'm having a crappy day.
1: Oh, okay, so not stuck, just just feeling that like a little to me off. sometimes feels stuck. Okay, when you're when you have a crappy, yeah. See, I guess this because yeah, when I'm having a crappy into- day,
0: then everything kind of trickles down. I'm mm-hmm. like, then that's where I start. My subconscious really starts playing tricks on me. My ego really comes in strong, and it's like you know what? you're actually not good enough to do this education business no mm-hmm. one's gonna buy a ticket you're, like that's where all those voices come mm-hmm. in and i've had to teach myself how to block those out mm-hmm. and in order to do that that's where i have to sit with myself i have to journal i have to really find the root of like why am i feeling this way mm-hmm. what is make what is creating these thoughts what's mm-hmm. happening um so yeah, I just sit there and I I will journal about it and I do things that fill my cup and they could be the smallest things possible. I also allow myself to sit in this for a few minutes, like I allow myself to even if it's for the full day. I never let myself go two days though ever. Mm-hmm. So a big thing for me is going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, Even if I've already worked out four or five times that week, I will go. I will go again and do a run or I will go again and just do something. I will do something Mm -hmm. because it really, really helps me mentally. Um, But that's the thing is you really have to. This is why I love journaling. Write down things that make you happy, even if they're the smallest things in the world. Mm -hmm. In the world. Clean your space around you. Clean your room. um, Maybe like go go through some drawers but when you're sad like remember to or feeling stuck remember to like allow yourself to feel those feelings for a little bit Mm -hmm. um because ignoring them is just gonna like push them under the rug and make you deal with them on a different day yeah you want to actually deal with them and um but yeah I I really I go to nature a lot lately like I'm finding a lot of peace and calmness in nature um by myself Mm -hmm. like completely alone I need that alone time so
1: good I'm not I'm not good at being like completely shut off by myself right now yeah and I mean that in the sense like I can be by myself forever and ever and ever but being by myself with no music or no phone like truly just by myself I'm not good at that
0: um I just find like it distracts me from anything else Mm -hmm. that's going on like if I'm listening to the birds chirping and I sit near water sitting near water really helps me too like listening to the waves Mm -hmm. or just like looking out I will bring my journal with me. I always have my phone on me cuz of my boys, like I if, in case of emergency for sure. Um and if if I listen to music, it's it's like meditation music or mm-hmm. lo-fi music. Mm-hmm. Like even even this week actually, the past week I had a really crappy day. Remember? I was mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. everything was kind of going wrong yeah. that day. Yeah. Everything was going wrong and I was really sad and I had to work in the afternoon, so I took that morning and I went to the lake and I sat at a bench that we had made for John actually and I find a lot of peace and calmness when I'm sitting there and I just like wrote in my journal and I haven't wrote in my journal in a, a while mm-hmm. for s- specific reasons that I don't need to dive into but I- I've had a really hard time with doing that and I forced myself and I c- cried really hard like I just I just like let it all out. And then I meditated for 10 minutes. I found a 10 minute meditation on YouTube and I just forced myself to do it. And it was quite incredible mm-hmm. what came up during it. And um, I made myself turn my day around. I made, I, I forced, I had to force myself. Yeah. It was very difficult. Like, cause it would have been way easier to just keep being sad and mopey all day. And don't get me wrong. It was obvious that I was having an off day. Um, but I let people know, like mm-hmm. I saw my mom later and she was like, are you good? What's wrong? And I was like, I'm having an off day. Like, I, yeah, I just need I need to have an off day today yeah.
1: but like I think I, that's important too it's is like important. allowing yourself to like the more work sometimes you put into turning your mood around sometimes just makes it worse it's yeah. like just, just like live as long as you're not like you're saying allowing it to drag out forever and ever and ever just live that mm-hmm. that emotion for a it's bit so like allow important. yourself to sink into that and but recognize that it's not a forever thing exactly
0: mm-hmm. yeah and that's a big um weight off your shoulders when you know it won't last you just know it
1: won't it mm-hmm. won't because mm-hmm. there's
0: always sun after rain exactly right? so it's gonna be okay
1: um that's so interesting that you because that you said you feel stuck when you are having a bad day that's mm-hmm. like what stuck is to you because for me I really relate stuck towards feeling like I'm not making progress in my goals like when I hear the word stuck that's what it is I think to me. that could be what a lot of people think but that's so interesting because we were talking about how like everybody sees it differently Mm -hmm. whereas literally I thought we were on the same page until right now but like that Mm -hmm. is such a perfect Mm -hmm. example of how everybody has a different idea but yeah for me my idea of stuck is feeling like you're making no progress towards working towards a goal or, or that's the the only time I ever feel stuck I would say um and I'm sure that that's when a lot of other people experience so, feeling yeah. stuck too. Like we were talking about the examples of, um, is it because you're 35 and you don't own a house? Is that making you feel stuck, whatever it is? And that's a perfect example of one of the things that, one thing that I think you can really tune into your mindset with, if if you're this 35-year-old that doesn't own a house yet, which, oh my God, don't feel bad about because like our economy, hello? Like it's, wild. <laughs> it's, it's impossible. <laughs> but anyways, um feeling stuck in that sense for me a lot of the time i think like okay am i tying success and happiness to a material item because why do i feel like i need to own a house by 35 exactly. like where where does that come from that i felt like this it's is the illusion yeah it's the illusion <laughs> yeah. it's this thing that you've made up that you've been taught or you've heard when you were younger that your subconscious mind is holding on to whether it's your parents who are hopefully like lovely and they didn't mean anything when they said this but drilled into you when you were a child that by the age of 30 you needed Mm -hmm. to own a house so now you're 35 years old and you feel like a big fat failure whatever it is
0: that that's huge actually and like i don't mean to interrupt you but i i have and my my brother could probably speak to me speak for me on this too is i have a clear vision vision of my dad saying like you will never rent a house you will no matter what buy a home because you'll never want to see you pay someone's mortgage which is and just the way like he said it, it was a- like I better own a house, or my dad's gonna be super disappointed in me. Mm-hmm.
1: I failed, and that's what everybody says about renting is you're paying somebody else's mortgage, and that is like so insanely frustrating to hear. I hate I rent right now, and uh, but I would never say that to somebody that rented if I owned a place because like. I'm paying somebody's mortgage when I go get my hair done and I'm paying them. I'm paying somebody's mortgage when I go into their restaurant and I buy a plate of food. Like,
0: oh, I could clap so hard for this right now because a landlord
1: is is a career. Okay, they are making their money and I am taking part in their services and their business. Like, it's not any different than anything else. And that's just such a negative way to view renting. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's just one thing that drives me crazy because that's what everyone says. And it's. I guess it's not—it's not necessarily an insecurity thing because I'm sure when your dad was saying this to you, he owned a house. But all of that to say, if you're feeling stuck working towards a goal like that, for example, really sit and ask yourself if you're tying your success or your happiness to a material item. Because me and my partner Luke are a perfect example of like the two ends of the spectrum here. Luke wants a house so badly, and again. Our economy, where we live, we're near Toronto, if anybody happens to be listening that's not close to us, it's garbage. You can't get... Like, bungalows are a million dollars, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the, it's impossible to buy a house right now for the average citizen, which is fine. We're, it, to me, I'm like, we're all in this boat together. Everybody's experiencing this, too. It's not an us problem. That's so true. But um, it, it really upsets Luke that we're not in a position to buy a house. Um, and... For like we're both in the same position. We we make close to the same amount of money. Um, I've always been very adamant about wanting to uh, take care of myself, wanting to be able to what's the word I'm looking for, provide for myself. So Luke and I pay the same amount of bills. Like he doesn't take more on because he makes a little bit more or anything like that. We live the same life. We both have car payments, our rent, all of this stuff, and Luke is miserable about it not actually miserable it doesn't affect his day in day out but if we're on the topic of it it makes him like he'll beat himself up yes about it. he yeah. really beats himself yeah. up that we don't own a house and it's all this like oh um yeah it just it really gets to him but it doesn't for me because I feel so fulfilled in everything else that I have that I don't let this material item take that much of a toll on on if I feel successful or if mm-hmm. I feel, feel happy. Mm-hmm. And Luke's amazing. He has amazing friends. He has all the the same amazing things too. But he's focusing more of that happiness mm-hmm. on like this material item that we don't have. Whereas, like I'm saying, if you're feeling stuck, really think about, am I tying my happiness and my success to these material items?
0: Which you, which you are. Yeah.
1: In yeah. this situation for you, sure. You are. And if not, if it's a situation where, let's say... It's losing weight and you don't Mm -hmm. feel like you're losing weight. And that's a big goal of yours. The way that I like to think about being stuck in situations like that is to keep the ball rolling, Mm -hmm. which is a very simple term. We say it all the time. Just keep the ball rolling for like anything and everything. But if you really think about it, Mm -hmm. the ball is going to keep going if you focus on its direction and its momentum. That's the only thing that's important. The speed is not important at all. Mm -hmm. The ball will keep moving if it keeps its momentum direction is important because you want to make sure you're obviously steering absolutely. yourself in the right way mm-hmm. but speed is not at all and I say it all the time to so many people especially when it comes to working out is anything with enough consistency is going to work
0: absolutely well
1: especially when it comes to working out like yeah. if you are showing up and you're consistent it is no matter what with enough time you're going to see results absolutely
0: and and that's not talking about like four months Like I saw a video the other day and it was of this girl who lost a bunch of weight within a four year span of time. And um, there were some comments on it being like, holy shit, like that's a long time. Like four four years to an average person. Okay, yeah, that's a long time. If you're trying to lose weight, it can feel like a long time. It's easy to give up, absolutely. But she came on and she was like, Okay, four years to you is a long time, but it was four years of me either continuing in my garbage lifestyle of sitting on the couch, eating all my snacks, watching TV, or I chose the other route and I read my books, drank my water, moved my body, and I am the happiest I've ever been mm-hmm. right now. Or or this four year spanish I'm getting to this four years anyways. So it's either I'm gonna get there and be so happy within myself. Like, oh, I'm, I'm going back and forth and all, jumping all over right now, but I've done so much, in our work lately and it's crazy how much i I think sorry i am like i don't even know what i'm doing because i'm getting all fired (laughs) up (laughs) the individual person you will never be done doing self-work if you start diving into it never Mm -hmm. you'll never finish Mm -hmm. so like to me that's very interesting i always want to figure out what's under the next layer what's going what's going to happen next what's what am i going to find out next Mm -hmm. right and I just want to say like you have to do that work. Because oh, the if self-work? You're, yes, because if you're 100%. tying your your happiness to a material thing, once you get the material thing, give yourself a year and you're going to be miserable about something else.
1: Um, max a year, max. Right.
0: I gave I gave a year just for like a little bit of leeway, but like truly you're going to it's like when you 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 cling on to these things thinking they're going to give you happiness and That's inner work you need to do. Mm -hmm. Immediately now, I'm so aware of even other people. I don't say anything, obviously. Mm -hmm. But when they're even talking to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's definitely childhood trauma. Yeah. That's definitely... And that's not saying your parents beat you. And that's not saying your parents were mean to you. Every one of you out there has childhood trauma. Well, Every single person. Everything we
1: are and like a a majority of our beliefs come from what we've been told as children. Exactly. Yeah. And that ties
0: into buying a home, Mm -hmm. right? And like and
1: it this, is, this is exactly it like your dad yeah. is great yeah exactly um, but he that doesn't mean by you saying you having it drilled in your head that your dad was like you are only going to own a home yeah. that doesn't make him a bad dad but because he said that to you you carry this weight and of, I feel
0: like oh if I don't own a home I'm going to disappoint him yeah and he's going to hold this judgment on me or but then I then I look at him and I'm like what did your dad say to you? hmm You know? Oh, which or is, like, what did his dad say to yeah. I am so invested in this like, trickling effect of, of your childhood that it's it's wild. But it's
1: it's so true. How mm-hmm. much of like, who we are ties to what we were told and like, the behaviors that we adopted yeah. as a child. Well, if you
0: really think of it too, everything that you are right now was your past, mm-hmm. building you up to who you are right now. Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Yep. Does that make sense? And 100%. Yeah. And the like, the sooner you can understand and, and really comprehend that and be open to that idea mm-hmm. that everything everything that we are and who we are is because of something that happened in the past, the quicker you're going to be able to get over anything.
0: Exactly. Like and- if
1: I am feeling like fear towards something or an insecurity towards something, I'm like, what, ha- like, what happened? What event can I think of that would have made me believe that this is a scary thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's all. It's yeah. and,
0: again an illusion
1: right. Mm-hmm. Like it's
0: all made up in our brains. The future
1: and isn't real. I mean it, it is. It will come one day. Yeah. But like what we're picturing in our head. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't
0: happened yet. So you're you're making your worries double again. Right. I like just this keep one saying says, that. Yeah. Don't worry be
1: happy. Yeah. Exactly
0: <laughs> though. Like. Ah. Uh, I don't know. It's just. It's crazy. Who you are today too is preparing for who you're going to be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like you really have to be conscious of that.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah exactly anyways. yeah oh my goodness I sent Chantal a meme like a few days ago it was just these two we <laughs> just said like the two crazy best friends <laughs> that are delusional and just keep repeating exactly to each other and we always do that just me sitting here exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly but anyways now that we are almost at an hour I guess we should let people continue on with their day but there's I feel like I could go on about this for the next three hours, like all of the different things you can do to shift your mind to believe that there's so much potential, and and you're you're truly never stuck. No, never and stuck. just
0: remember to like honestly write down the little things that make you happy. Is it drinking a, the most delicious cup of coffee? Is it adding another like a little bit of whipped cream on your coffee <laughs> one day? Add, like truly the smallest things, yep. the smallest things that bring you happiness. Write them down. So then when you're feeling stuck or you're feeling sad. Um, you can relate back to that and be like, what can I do today that will bring me a little bit of happiness, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Or if it's, you're feeling stuck in the sense of a goal, what, what tiny little baby step can I take towards getting to this goal? So if it's again, like you're stuck, you're feeling like you need to buy a house. Have you had an appointment with a mortgage advisor? Have you talked to one of them on the phone and seen what you can actually do? Like a baby step like that, like that's 15 minutes of your time to get on the phone with them and talk to them about it. And it's going to, like a pretty big step because you're gonna get a lot more information but this is the thing is understanding those little things that you can do to to pull yourself out of that that mood that feeling that low vibration Mm
0: and keep the ball rolling yeah keep the ball rolling and Climb up to the top, right? Climb to the
1: top, yeah. <laughs> okay, anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, if you wanted to connect with us outside of the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Mind to Muscle Podcast. Reach out, say hello, or send
0: us a little love. Yay. <laughs> we'll
1: send the love right back. And we'll
0: catch you guys in a few weeks. And we love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.